Welcome everybody to episode 88 of the Dodcast. Today I have with me Alex LeCompte. Alex, say hi. Hi. <laughs> uh, we, she is from Melrose, UMass Lowell nursing student on the UMass Lowell women's volleyball team. And she is just the best. So I'm happy to have Thanks, you on Tammy. today. Um, so first, volleyball. Uh, I need more clarification on how good you are. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> first of all, how good is UMass Lowell? All right, Lowell? so UMass Lowell, okay, last year... Not not so great, not so great. <laughs> we've come, <laughs> we've come a long way though. Like we're, hmm, I don't really know how to describe this in like terms you would understand if you've never been to a volleyball tournament. Basically, we like start off in like pools and like okay. everyone you play like all the teams in your pool, mm-hmm. and that's just like kind of random. And then like the top two teams from the pools, so there's usually like five. Teams in each are you one. ranked by like viewer, by like mm. uh, not viewers, but like are you ranked by people or is it just by your record? From it's those just pools. We're not okay. So, like, you're put into the pools. Like, it doesn't mm. matter about your record at all. Like, it's okay. totally random. Random. And then, um, and then like the top, you play everyone. Then the top two teams go on, and then they're like in like quarterfinals or whatever, and you play, like, until you win. I guess. You know, I does gotcha. that make sense? Yeah, I'm with you. And so we this year we've made it to playoffs like after out of pool play like every single time so like we're pretty good okay. we're better than like half the teams i would yeah, say yeah so you're above at least average yeah we're yeah we're awesome. above average yeah hey <laughs> i come from in uh medford i played for the basketball team and we sucked at basketball typically now we're getting <laughs> pretty good actually but um when i was there as a young and we sucked and so making the playoffs for us was a huge deal yeah so my years when i played on the varsity we made the playoffs both times and it was a huge deal that's for us. exciting we're really really excited <laughs> so for me like making the playoffs i'm like that's perfect yeah mm-hmm. and so it sounds like the volleyball pool it wasn't too hard for me to grasp because it seems like it's very similar to like a long season but put into one day yes so yeah. seasons in like every other sport like are you a fan of like I don't know, NBA, NHL, MLB, anything moderately <laughs> enough. They like, play against random teams for 82 games or 100 games, whatever. And then they go to the playoffs after they get ranked from those games. So it seems like it's that. But yeah, it is it kind is. of like that, yeah. And then it's weird because it like, resets every time we have a tournament. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, so like, you'll be you can playing still teams. Lose every time. So <laughs> <laughs> you'll be playing teams that like are really good or really bad. Yeah. And you beat them or they consistently beat you. Mm-hmm. But it's just relevant. They just place you. Yep, they just place you. Is, it's truly random. It's not like by like, I think, area or anything. I think it's mostly random. I would say that they do tend to, like, put it so there's like a couple of teams that like always lose like in every single yeah pool, and then there's a couple teams that are like really good in every single pool. So it, I think they try to make it so it doesn't end up where it's just like one really good pool and like one terrible pool. You know what I mean? So I think mm. they kind of do, but Somewhat. Like, for the most part, it's like pretty random. Yeah, they don't want to like predetermine any outcomes or anything. Like, exactly. You don't want to put four really good teams in uh, one pool. Yeah. Have them all play each other. You lose two really good teams that exactly. could probably win the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Interesting. So maybe they exactly. take like your seating ish going in or like your past performances, and then there's like. All right, so UMass Lowell typically will make it, so... I mean, uh, yeah. So you can probably, you guys probably really random. We're, yeah, we're pretty random, because last year we didn't make it to playoffs Oh, no, so that's why. And we didn't win any games at Nationals last what? year. So that's our goal. That's our goal this year, <laughs> is, is one set or one game. I feel like, not to, not, not to say anything about my strong women out there, I love my women, <laughs> but I just feel like it's funny hearing like a woman competitor versus like a male competitor <laughs> like I feel like if that was like a guy 
in that seat right now talking about so yeah we fucking sucked like <laughs> they're so negative with like the girls like if you got like a good group of girls I mean, you can do the same as a good group of guys as well but like it's just the soft like and so the goal this year <laughs> is to get back where we were before uh so it's kind of sweet yeah. but um so do you know a lot of the people on the team? Are you friends with them? Yeah, I've become pretty close friends, I would say, with, like, all of them. Wow. It's been really nice. I mean, it's kind of a small team, I guess. Like, we started with 18 girls at the beginning of the year, and now I think there's, like, 15 or 16 left. Just Could because people graduated. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, but there is a men's volleyball team. Are they really good? Yeah, they're actually really good this year. Oh, I think they've cool. won, like, most of the tournaments that they've been to, so. I should... I should have played volleyball at some point in my life. You I love still volleyball. Can. We can play in <laughs> Oh, see, I don't know. I don't know if I would want to drag the team down like that. No, I'd actually be one. You would not be dragging. I the must team be. Down. But I don't know. It's kind of one of those things that where I've played for fun with like my family. We had a volleyball net like at at the Cape, whatever. We play mm-hmm. with each other, and um, so I feel like I have a decent idea as to, like, I'd be better than the average person. Okay, yeah. But I don't know how good I'd be compared to, like, actual volleyball players. Like, I'm probably really bad. It's. I feel like it's funny because volleyball, like, you, when you play pickup, it's, like, so different than playing, like, in a real game. Right. You know what I mean? Because it's, like, position, like, most people don't usually play, like, positions when they're just playing pickup. Like, you just stand in a circle and, like, and closest person hit hits yeah. it. And then, like, you know, so I feel like that's so different because we try to get, like, a very specific, like, bump, set, spike, like, when you're playing. So, yep. and it's, like, you kind of always... Like, for example, for me, it's always hard to play pickup volleyball because I'm a setter, so I'm, like, supposed to always get the second ball. Right. And so no one, like, has any regard for that when we're playing pickup. Like, it's <laughs> just, like, just trying to, hit it just trying to get side. it over the net. So, like, I get angry, and that's what I have to play. <laughs> <laughs> I have to play at a little bit higher level. <laughs> You're like, I just can't. Like, you just can't, you know? And I feel that way with basketball, actually, because I was a really good defensive player in basketball. It's all I did was play defense. Mm. So, for me, it's a little odd to play pickup basketball sometimes because no one wants to play defense, and no one wants that much defense played on them because mm-hmm. like, it's like, dude, why yeah. are you trying so hard? <laughs> so, for me, it gets a little frustrating to play so, pickup ball. Yeah. Luckily, my friends, like Mike, he's very competitive, so he don't mind me bumping up against him plays good <laughs> defense. But uh, most people out there do not like that. Uh, but I can see that. I understand volleyball somewhat. I understand because it's a really cool sport. It is really cool. I really feel like there is a market for it. I could see it being like one of like the big sports one day, like maybe when mm-hmm. we're older. Because it's, it's non-contact. It's a lot of fun, kind of like the way tennis is, like back and forth. It's like so much fun. Yeah. Also, it's inclusive because the girls' games are just as good as the guys' games. Um, and also, all levels are pretty fun, too. It's mm-hmm. not like college. It feels it could, the competitiveness is still there as opposed to, like, pro- professional. I've never even seen professional. Yeah. All watches college. Mm-hmm. Um, so I feel like there's a, there's room for volleyball out there. Go pick up your volleyballs, everybody, <laughs> and get fucking get good because yes. it's coming. Um, anyway. Aside from volleyball, I didn't even—I wasn't even planning on talking about volleyball. <laughs> How funny is that? It's too fun. That's why. It is. Mm-hmm. So also, I guess we'll start with nursing a little bit. You're doing your precepting and all that garbage. First mm-hmm. of all, you're precepting at Lowell General. I'm actually at Leahy in the Leahy. ICU. Leahy. Oh, I yeah. knew that. I mm-hmm. actually didn't know that. So is that where you want to work after, or would you want to work in like a perfect world? I think originally, like, I really wanted to work in Boston and like kind of like work my way up there and like. 
I don't know, work with really, really sick people and stuff. But now I kind of just want to, like... You serious? <laughs> It's like, that's what I originally wanted to no, do. No, yeah, yeah. I right. don't, yeah, we'll get into that. Yeah, we'll, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Um, but now I'm kind of like, I just want to work, like, I just don't want to ever work weekends or holidays or nights or, like, anything like that. <laughs> so, um. <laughs> I don't want to work the days that I don't want to work, so. No, that's valid. So, yeah. That's valid. We'll so see. you could do, so you'd want to kind of stick, stay in, like, a more relaxed area so then you could have more flexibility yeah i think so and i think i really like Leahy. like i never really like been over there at all so mm. i like it and i also really like being in the icu which is like really yeah mike likes the icu yeah i think I, it's, hear, I hear good things about the icu it's interesting i like that you only have one or two patients to mm. focus on like all day i think that's nice because you can like i guess get to get to know their all their history and everything yeah but um yeah and i found that like I don't want to say that it's boring when people, like, aren't, like, as, like... No, it's okay. Say it. I'm with you. I feel like you know what I mean. Want me to say it? (laughs) It's boring when people don't have, like, crazy sicknesses and illnesses and injuries. I mean, yeah. If if you come in with a cough, get up. Take some No, that's how I felt when I was doing, like, last year, when we were doing, like, our PD rotation I was in a school. Mm. I was, like, losing my mind. Well, because most of those kids are coming to get out of class. It's fake illness, yeah. <laughs> I, I was know. that kid, by the way. I'm very sorry, because I'd go down to the nurse's office, like, every day, basically. My tummy hurts. Go lay down in the back. Thank you. And i just go lay down. Mm-hmm. Which is funny, because I didn't have a phone back then, really. So I wonder what I was doing. You were just thinking. Oh, that that probably is why I am the way I am. <laughs> those hours in the in the nursing room. Dark room. Oh, I, I cut the lights. Because I was like, I don't, I want it dark in this bitch. And then a black leather, like, long chair, kind of like the ones yep. that they have at like a doctor's office, I mm-hmm. guess. Yeah. And you just lay there and in your thoughts in the dark mm. for like thirty minutes. You come out, all right, I'm good to go. Kind of like <laughs> mental health breaks before those were a thing. Yeah. I'm a pioneer, really. <laughs> I'm a fucking pioneer. So you worked in the school. Um, well, just for, like, my one, sem- like, half a semester that yeah. I had to do that. I don't even remember what school I was at. I just know like... Was it in Lowell? I think it was Tuxbury. Mm. Yeah. So pretty close. Yeah. There was just, there was no kids there that had anything serious going on at all. Yeah, it's like, like none of them cracked their skulls open. Mm. I was just like, why? Oh, it's so <laughs> It happened to me once. I cracked you my cracked- skull On Christmas. No. Dead serious. <gasps> I broke my foot on my birthday. So I you broke your foot on your birthday? Are you one of those people that, like, on holidays things happen? It's only my birthday. It's always the worst my day of the year. My birthday is always, not the worst day, my birthday has always been the worst day. I think from 16 to 20, mm-hmm. I had something, I got my first job ever on, like, my 16th birthday. And then I got my license on my 17th. Oh, wow. And then I was in Baltimore for my 18th, like, school project. Ooh. Yeah, it was interesting. Actually, I think it was in Philly and Baltimore, kind of both. So I was kind of bouncing around on that day. And then my 20th was like, the, it was like, I think it was like the day that they announced, like, we're not going back to school. Oh. Because it's the beginning of April. And they were like, yeah. we're extending this forever. And I was like, <laughs> oh. So I'm pretty sure a couple of birthdays in a row, I was like, whoa, stop. Why is this happening? A couple times. But yeah, for you, tough. broke your foot. I broke my foot. Yeah, I've spent multiple in the hospital. Yeah. Um, so do we know. want to it's talk about just... your time in the hospital? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. First things first, Alex, and for everyone <laughs> listening, you, I want to, I want this to be recorded. I don't want people to think oh, I'm like making you say anything. <laughs> if at any point you want to not talk 
or you want to move on or you want to play a game instead i have games i have anything else (laughs) we can do we can cut the cameras and stop at 20 minutes in because this is all about you just so you know but you had cancer (laughs) so can you talk no it's like i laugh whenever anyone says that word sometimes yeah so what can you take me just take us through a little bit of like the what happened chronologically okay so basically I just woke up one day in the middle of the night, random pain. Really? <laughs> yeah, it's like shooting down the back of my legs so bad. I was like, what? Like, I was like crying. Like, I was like freaking out. It was, it's like weird, like burny pain, right? Really? And I used to be a gymnast too, like when this was like going on. So okay. I like went to the doctor and they thought I like slipped a disc or something weird. Like, they thought it was like sciatica for a while, like nerve pain, like all yeah. these weird things. Because who would think cancer when you're like 13? Right, 13 so, years old, by the way. So I then I went in, got an MRI. They figured it out, um, and then ev- everything just starts so fast. Like they just like put you into chemo like super fast. Really? Yeah, and I had no idea like about anything because I was thirteen. Like yeah, no yeah, one like yeah, in yeah. my family even like hadn't even really watched anyone go through it yet. So like, yeah, <laughs> I wasn't even really upset when I found out it was cancer. <laughs> like I was just like, all right. <laughs> Here we go. Here we go. People were dropping gifts in my house. I was like, I can make it work. This is lit. (laughs) (laughs) Getting webkins and shit. Oh, so many webkins. So, yeah. So then, like, I kind of realized how bad it was going to be, like, when I went in for surgery to have, like, my port put in place. And then they just start chemo the next day. Like, so fast. And I was so sick. Like, my chemo that I had just made you, like, basically imagine having, like, the stomach flu, but, like, for, like, a week straight really? it was horrible so bad that is criminal yeah that's so tough so what was the day what was like the day that you like got the the scan so you said you didn't really it didn't really register do you think it no. didn't register or you just didn't know so you were like i, I mean, think not even. i think it like it registered that i was gonna be sick for a while but i didn't realize how like miserable it was gonna be like going through it and then how long it was gonna be too because it was yeah. like basically a whole year that I was going through treatment and everything. So, yeah, so it lasted a year. Yeah. Treatment. And then after that, like, what's the aftermath like? Because like, that, that could take a long time, I'm still figuring it out. <laughs> um, I would say, <laughs> well, I don't know, because I don't know, there's no, like, switch where, like, it just flips and you're just, like, back to, like, normal life, you know what I mean? Like, yep. you just kind of, like, leave chemo and you just, like, don't really know what to do with yourself and you just, like, try to, like, get back into, like, normal, like, school. Yeah. And everything like that and, like, friends because you can actually see people again. Yeah. Do you miss a year of school? Is that what happened? Yeah. I basically just skipped. They I let just you skipped just skip, eighth though. grade. <laughs> yeah. You're still really smart, though, oh, so don't, it didn't really seem to do well, anything. Well, I think great. the eighth grade's pointless anyways, so. Pretty much. Yeah. Oh, it was eighth grade? Pretty much, yeah. You know what's really funny? I loved eighth grade. (laughs) 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 So it's kind of crazy that, like, I was having a ball, and, like, you just simply weren't. So, like, (laughs) no, I just, um, I think about that type of, like, stuff all the time. It helps me bring me down when I'm up too high, and, like, bring me up when I'm down to, like, think of, like, if I'm really, if I'm in, like, a bad spot, I'd be like, mm-hmm. all right, there's there's people out there having fun. Let me try to be one of them people. Yeah. And then if I'm, like, too, like, heads in the clouds mm-hmm. a little bit, because that's a thing, I think, when you're too high up and you feel like you're, like, having so much fun, everything's so great. So you got to remember, like, 
be ready because anything could happen yeah any moment. that's true and uh so things like that are good to know stories mm-hmm. like this are good to know you got to meet tuka rask i did so i did i was in a lot of drugs i don't remember a lot of it <laughs> do you remember um, do you like remember it or do you think you're making the memory in your head from no i remember like a tiny bit of it i remember <laughs> that i was like getting a foot rub actually by tuka rask <laughs> Well, she, her name was Bambi, actually. Her um, name was Bambi? Her name was Bambi. She's really cool. I don't know where she is, but she's really cool. Shut up, Bambi. Hopefully she <laughs> finds us somehow, some way. Um, yeah, she used to give me one. Like, every day that I came in for chemo, it was wow. super relaxing. And my dad actually came in. He was like, oh, my God. Like, <laughs> I think there's a guy from One Direction here. <laughs> no, he didn't. <laughs> and he was like... <laughs> he's like skinny and like he doesn't like look yeah. what you would think i don't know i guess under the helmet and everything yeah they all lo- goalies look fat exactly and so my dad was so surprised and he was like tuka rask came and was like oh hi so <laughs> like, he was just visiting like you know just, sometimes they do that they'll just visit like the, the yeah. cancer floor <clears throat> take a couple pictures like sign an autograph and like talk to you for a minute and then they just go and see all the kids and you don't remember not much else <laughs> i wonder how many kids don't remember probably most. the majority of them they think they're going yeah. and doing this really nice thing because <laughs> they don't know that i bet i bet most of them don't know that that these kids like you know they know that they're like going through something they're probably yeah. on drugs of some sort but like you don't realize just how much especially when you're so little too like i feel like like because i would say most of the kids were like under like four like, I feel like whenever I went in for chemo, yeah. it was all, like, babies and stuff like that. There wasn't a lot of, like, adolescents, I was going to say, did you meet anybody? Like, you're not allowed to, like, talk to anybody, really. Well, I made a couple of friends, but, like, we don't really stay in touch as much. Like, one of them I know, it was hard for her. She kind of, like, cut off, like, contact with me and, like, one of our, my other friends because she, like, relapsed. And oh, it was just, like, yeah. too much for her to, like, be friends with people who, mm. who didn't, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Which, you know, is That's tough. really sad. Damn. Yeah. So you met, so how do you meet people during that time? Like, do you just, like, you're in, like, the same pool for chemo? Well, (laughs) well, it's kind of cool. They, like, redid the whole Jimmy Fund over when I was there. So now it's, like, instead of having, like, your own individual, like, little chemo room, it's just, like, a bunch of chairs, like, really comfy chairs with, like, IV poles, basically. And you can, you can shut your curtain if you don't want to talk to anyone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, you couldn't, like, open it up and, like, face each other and like kind of just meet people that way you're like chemo mingling yes that's <laughs> exactly cute. it's pretty cool that's yeah. so fun uh, until someone starts like and then it's kind of and you're like okay it's like yeah. jimmy's curtain's been closed <laughs> i'm sad yeah i could see that too because then it's mm. like you're playing a kind of tough game because it's the only people that understand you yeah but it's the only people that can really like shock you too exactly everybody else at that point is not going through anything that really will scare you yeah so like no one can really bring you down in those days <laughs> i feel like like no one can bring you down everyone <laughs> uh but if like you know you see something like that you're like oh wow that can really change everything so when mm-hmm. did you when was like remission day well, I basically consider it January 7th, which oh, is yeah. what I was, like, celebrating my anniversary yeah. because that's the day I got my port out. Right. So that was, like, the day I was, like, yeah, I'm fucking done. See ya. Like, <laughs> I'm hopefully not coming back anytime Let's soon. fucking go. So, yeah. Wow. That's really cool. So you celebrate. Yeah. All right. This is important. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I don't know how many people do this. This is the first time I've heard of this. I don't know a lot of people that have had cancer and made it so like i feel like <laughs> i should uh which also just first of oh, all thank you <laughs> incredible really cool you know not 
cool to happen, but cool to say it's in your past. Yeah. So, you do cancerversary. I do. Can you explain, first of all, your, how, how you did your first cancerversary? Like, when did this become a thing? Well. And, like, why it's, because it was very important for you to celebrate, I could tell from mm-hmm. what you talked about, so why yeah. it's so important. Okay, so my first, okay, I didn't celebrate, like, a year out, my cancerversary. I kind of, like, we were celebrating the whole year, actually, <laughs> the whole year. We were just fucking doing whatever you wanted. That's like, so awesome. So. Oh, wow. Yeah, so that was, that was good. But then I would say probably, like, my three-year anniversary, we'll call it, I had a giant chocolate fountain party, and all my friends came over, and we just, like, ate a bunch, and that's, like, exactly what I want to do, like, every single year for it. You just um, want to eat. I just want to eat. Gladness. I just want to be happy. I'm alive. We're all alive, you know? Yeah. And I just, like, I guess I like to celebrate it, one, because every single year out is, like, another year that, like, the percentage goes down that it, I'll um, relapse. Yeah. Totally. So I love, like, celebrating that because it's, like, you know, whoo, yeah, made it again. Yeah, another year. And then it's also kind of just, like, a reminder to myself, like, I'm so lucky, like, to be here right now. So it's such a tough thing to say to someone so <laughs> that's gone through that to say I say that type of shit to people that have gone through stuff all the time people that have gone through stuff and it didn't go right I'll be like you're lucky like yeah. and it's hard to hear sometimes like I can imagine like if someone else says it at the wrong time you're like all right well I'm not that lucky yeah if I was that lucky I'd be <laughs> like, like compared you. to who but like yeah. yeah but it's good to have that mindset it's really it's it's an amazing thing mm-hmm. to have that mindset and also just to have that in your past and like you're probably you're just ten times stronger mentally. Like really really what could drag you that far down. That's and I always tell myself that too. Like I'll get sad over something like ridiculous and I'm be like, yeah. I'm not on chemo right now. Like <laughs> I have no reason to be sad. Like you have a test and you have like a nursing yeah. test probably. <laughs> like lucky um, I have you're a doing test. The NCLEX, yeah. And you're like mm-hmm. studying for the NCLEX and you'll be like, Oh my god, this is the hardest thing I've ever had to do and you'll be like no, it isn't. <laughs> no, it's not. No, it isn't. Let's, I actually, I say, that, I say that to my dad all the time. He's like, would you shut the fuck up? Like, <laughs> this is not the hardest thing you've had to do. Yeah. Not even close. No. Uh, so, yeah, it's really, I always, I've been saying to Kira, because she has to work on the weekends, mm-hmm. and, like, it sucks, obviously. Mm-hmm. But the girl she got that she's precepting with is really cool, and I've been saying to her that, like, or that is really good, at least. And I've been saying to her, a lot of times when something is, like, a really bad future, or if it's, like, a really bad present sometimes, mm-hmm. it'll make for a great past. Because, like, when she's out of that, when you're when she's out done with all the nonsense, she's going to miss a lot of weekends. You miss, like, a lot of your time, and, like, you miss all that. When you're out, that being, like, something you've been through is, is just, like, it's all money in the bank kind of from here on yeah. in. It's all house money you're playing with. Mm-hmm. So you just, it gives you that appreciation. That first year out must have been the most fun year your life well it's funny because like well i would say that i would say that definitely and it's like i don't even remember the year that i was sick as being like entirely bad because i think like the contrast of like how bad things were mm. made like all the normal things i got to do like really fucking good <laughs> like, yeah 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 just yeah. like so i don't know i would say that but um i just lost my train of thought actually but the year that you um the year oh after. yeah so yeah the year after like it was actually a really hard tra- like transition year because I had been out right. of school for so long and just like now I was going to high school and like trying to like figure that out while also kind of like being bald. <laughs> like <laughs> That's also true. And like, I don't know, coming back into my friend group because I mean, I had great I had great friends, but like you have to, you know, kind of grow apart a little mm-hmm. bit because like I'm stuck in my house. I'm stuck at the hospital. Like 
I couldn't do everything I wanted to do with them. So, like, I feel like I was doing that. And then I was just, like, I went from sitting at home and doing nothing all day and, like, trying to heal to, like, all of a sudden I have so much schoolwork and I don't get home until 6 because I have volleyball. And, like, I just, like, just basically 0 to 60, like, completely. How much, like, leeway was everyone giving you? I assume, like planning but like maybe not because you went from middle school to high school so That's, high school might i think not that was an issue much. yeah they like i think they knew but they like didn't really get it and like so it was because i also um it was just like i think yeah i think it was just because it was high school because it was like a different thing they just like didn't because the year i was sick they like understood that i was sick and like mm. i couldn't be there but then it was like i'm not sick anymore and they like kind of don't really think that there's and any they weren't there it wasn't like because you know when I assume the whole middle school was probably, like, very aware yeah. of your scenario. Whereas, say. like, the high school, probably less so. Like, I imagine, think... like, when you're in high school, if you heard, like, a kid in the middle school, like, one of the right. middle schools in Melrose, like, uh, illness, you'd be like, oh, that's so sad. But you wouldn't, yeah. be, it wouldn't be, like, on, like, your, I was probably in, like, the middle school, like, halls, like, people talking about the teachers would yeah. give updates, I assume, just, mm-hmm. like, you know, which is Although one time, I actually like there's some people that are completely oblivious because i was wearing my little bandana over my bald head in middle school (laughs) and someone asked me to take it off because it was like a gang sign (laughs) 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 and i was like they thought you were part of a gang (laughs) oh my god i have fucking eyebrows i have (laughs) eyebrows like i was like oh my god so obviously i I took it off because i was like you took it off for and a minute because I was like trying to make them feel stupid I what, guess. What did they say? They were just like oh my god I'm so sorry. <laughs> it was a teacher? Like, yeah it was like a teacher like oh, walking through the hallway and she was like take your bandana off. Oh, they're out of the they're out of their tree. They must have <laughs> no idea. What was it was actually on. like a whole thing because one of my best friends at the time so I had like a party and my aunt who's a hairdresser like cut everyone's hair to That's like donate it. Cute it was really did cute. All, I didn't did ask anyone to do it. Some people did, actually, which is crazy. This one girl I'm talking about, she did. Yeah. Like, she basically buzzed it. So she had, like, almost like your hair. <laughs> like, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wow. Um, and she wore, like, a cute little bandana headband. And they were like, you can't do that. Like, that's no. has to be a gang sign or, like, whatever it was. That has to be they a gang have, sign. Oh, my God. Middle school, Melrose, Massachusetts. Like, it has to be a gang sign. <laughs> yeah, middle school, Melrose, Massachusetts. Like, um, little white girls running around with, with, yeah. with white bandanas. They're like something's not adding up <laughs> like <"Mm-mm>, <laughs> this is gang activity <laughs> like so i felt really bad for her because she because <laughs> she had to walk they literally wouldn't let like her a wear boy it. after that like no they wouldn't let her wear it that is so crazy to me yeah wow yeah i would have snapped if i was like one of the parents if i was like that i think her mom did a little i would have fucking snapped would have walked in that school and been like <laughs> you guys i will burn this place to the ground with the kids in it <laughs> I might have to delete that because then, then I get put on a watch list next thing you know and then like school burns down with 800 kids and like, the first person they knock on the door is going to be mine uh, I would never do that I love children I actually do love kids I love working with kids too have you ever done like counseling or anything like camp counselor I worked at a daycare like all throughout high school that's cool that's cool so yeah. what is it like oh actually this is this is a good little comparison I was thinking about this while you were talking the a lot of things you were saying reminded me of, like, what people were going through through COVID. Like, even if you didn't have it. Because mm-hmm. everyone has to kind of isolate. You have to, like, you go from a year yeah. doing nothing. Mm-hmm. And you have to kind of, some friends get further. Some friends got a little closer. That's how I always said COVID was. There was yeah. a ring that got put around your life. Like, usually all friends were kind of just, like, spread. Some were pretty good. Some were close. Some were a little closer. But it was all kind of like a mesh. 
Mm-hmm. I said that COVID put a ring around your life and it was magnetic, right? So imagine you're here. This is the circle. This is the ring. And so everyone on the outside of that ring got thrown out. Yeah. Everyone on the inside of the ring got sucked in. So it's mm-hmm. like your family, maybe like your three closest friends, and that's all you could hang out with. Yeah. So that's kind of how I envisioned that. Mm-hmm. Did you feel at all, it's just a weird way to put it, were, were you prepared for COVID when it happened? Or were you like... Like because of everything? <laughs> yeah. Or, or did you feel like, because um, obviously your immune system, like issues... That's like an interesting thought. I guess, I mean, maybe maybe in a way, like I was kind of, because I don't remember taking it as hard like, as, like as some people, people did. Yeah. I'm really good at being lazy. Like I can watch TV all hey, day. I wonder why. Because you had to. You know? I was... So, I don't know, I guess, I guess, yeah, like, kind of. Yeah, you were, like, pretty prepared for yeah. that moment. <laughs> and then coming back, for a lot of people, it was really hard. Like, I know my first semester back, my grades weren't as good. Like, just things were a little tougher. Yeah. Like, in person, for the first time, I was like, Whereas that, was there any, like, rust knocking off for you, or um, did you feel a little prepared? I think, I think my grades probably tanked a little bit, too. A little bit, yeah. But besides that, like, I think I think it was a pretty smooth transition, so yeah. maybe it is because I've done it before. Yeah, you're, like, <laughs> you've gone through, like, two moments in your life, yeah. which is, like, not funny, but this is interesting. Um, me, on the other hand, I have zero experiences like that. I've, like, broken my nose, and I was like, wow, that's, this is the end of my world. Yeah. Like, that's tough. But you don't really realize that, like... I don't know. I never had, like, my uncle got cancer. My uncle died of cancer when I was a senior in high school. Yeah, yeah. But, like, you don't realize, like, what the hell is possible until it happens. Yeah. So, like, it can really be, like, a shocking thing. Yeah. To, like, see, especially if it, like, really goes all the way through and you're like, oh, wow. It's, like, it's not just, like, other people. Like, this stuff happens yeah, to us, too. Yeah, that's that was the craziest thing for me is that it was, like, because I remember when they when they found, like, my tumor, like, they didn't immediately think it was, like, cancer. Like, it could have been, like, a cyst or, like, something benign. And so they were telling me that. And I was, like, okay, it probably is. Yeah, because like, it wouldn't be me. Why would I? Be? Yeah. So then I was, like, I remember actually, like, telling my friends, like, about that. And they were, like, oh, my God. Like, aren't you scared? Like, what if it's, like, cancer? So, yeah. Like, no. <laughs> me? <laughs> like, I'm not other me. people. <laughs> like, you know. So, like, I guess, yeah. I mean, it really does, like, shock you. And then... Now I think everything bad is gonna happen to me. So, <laughs> so you're that's enough. That's a go the negative. opposite way completely. Yeah. yeah. I mean that's a lot of people though. I know my sister. What is it called? Like, hypochondriac. Yeah, I think you that's think what's called. everything is like. So mm-hmm. my sister will like sweat a little more that day, and she'll be like, she's like, I must be losing all the water in my body. Like that's that's <laughs> I must be dehydrating like like a, like a dehydrated fruit. Yeah. And like that's what she thinks. Like for real. Uh, whereas me, I'm one of those people that like. I guess is how you were before. Where mm-hmm. like, I have like random mm-hmm. like my skin's not clear. Like I have like all over my back is like just like little fucking bumps. And to me, I'm just like ah skin. Like you know, <laughs> should I get it checked? Maybe, but like my sister would have. I want to get a check oh, yeah. zapped out right mm-hmm. away. But me, not so much. So I feel like until it happens to you, or unless you're just born that way, you just kind of like playing the odds yeah i guess mm-hmm. do you feel so you said you feel kind of lucky mm-hmm. overall i feel very lucky yeah. well because i have like seen it go you know the opposite direction yeah. for like a lot a lot of people that i cared about like a lot of my friends too like going through it so i i do i feel so lucky and i also feel lucky that like i like i feel like i don't know if this is like hyping myself up but like i feel like you wouldn't know like looking at me you wouldn't know i and would I think never that's, i never know that's 
so not the case for so many people. Like, you know, like, you might be have missing a leg. Like, you know yeah, what I mean? Or, like, yeah. I don't know. Just, like, there's just little things. My mom had cancer when she was nine. Oh, really? Yeah. And so, but the thing was, they didn't, like, she didn't, I don't know. It was when she was nine, that was 50 years ago. Or less than that. Sorry, mom. You're not that old. Uh, shout out my mom. She watches <laughs> these, and she gets mad because I've never shouted her out, really. <laughs> Also oh, happy mom. I get to be in the mom show. Right, you episode. are. You're in the mom show. So she'll watch this one the most. Yes. Um, she'll probably also watch this because it's probably the most interesting episode I've ever done. Um, <laughs> so she had to cut off her foot. And, like, yeah, they just cut wow. off, like, her, like, the top part of her foot. So, like, she has, like, some heel. Okay. It's, like, weird. But the thing is, you can't just put, like, a fake foot cast yeah. on. It needs to go up to your knee so you don't fuck up your joints and all right. that. Right. So she's had a full extra, it's like a leg. Yeah. Her whole life, basically. Wow. I've even been younger than nine. Sorry, Mom. Check that. Uh, <laughs> so she, like, has a whole thing that goes up her leg. Like, my dad met her that way. Um, and, like, she had to, you know, go through some of those questions that like, you, I guess, don't have to go through of, like, yeah. do I have to, like, how am I going to find a guy? Like, how is this going to happen? I can't play sports. Like, right. My mom did a great That's job. Fun. She was like running around on it as like in a year, which like the doctors were amazed. They sent That's like amazing. veterans to her house to like, and she'd tell them about like the surgery and like it's fine. Like they put this leg on. Like it's no big deal. And she'll run around the house and be like, "Look, you oh can my run." God. Like, she was on the news. I wow. found out this all like last year. It's <laughs> like really funny. That's amazing. I always knew she had the thing, but I, like, my dad's a storyteller, not my mom. So like, she never like said anything. And then I found out all that from my dad, of course, and I went and asked her, and she said the same thing. But, yeah, she had cancer in her foot. Do you know what kind it was? I don't know, actually. Because I'm wondering if it was bone cancer, because that's what I had. Was it bone cancer? So, like, oh, so that's really, how did you, how did they not have to do anything? Well, it was, so mine was, like, in, like, my lower back. So, like, so I had, I oh, had to wow. choose. I had to choose, like do the surgery and have, like, a very high chance of being paralyzed, like, waist down. Yeah, or do radiation and mm-hmm. have, like, a higher chance of, like, cancer coming back or, like, a different kind. Yeah, so my so. uncle, when he, so he got cancer, rest in peace. Uncle Mike, we love you. Uh, <laughs> so he, um, when he got the cancer, it was bile duct cancer, which is, like, okay. very unrecoverable, I guess they say. Um, and then, I don't know, if something spread to his back or whatever happened, but they, he had that type of option. Okay. And it was the same uh, outcomes. Either he gets lower leg, like lower body paralysis, or it works, you know? Mm-hmm. And he did it. He got the paralysis. Oh. And then once that happened, he was like, all right, let's fuck yeah. He's He was hilarious, by the way. <laughs> my Uncle Mike, was, he did some stand-up. He was one of the funniest oh, dudes I've ever met in my life. So he was like, actually, you want to hear his last words to me? These <laughs> yeah. are really good. There's a little, it's morbid to, no, I wanna to, hear. to talk about, but like, it's really fucking funny. So... His, not the last words I remember, but the last words to me, he was like, you know, he was all old. He looked old, and he looked, like, beat up. He was just like, oh. And I went over to the bed, and I was talking to him, and, like, and I was crying. I gave him a hug, and I was like, I love you, whatever. And I didn't think he, he wasn't saying much. And he, I started kind of walking away, and he, like, told someone to, like, he was kind of, like, looking at me and, like, pulling me over. And I was like, oh, like, what? Like, he has something to tell me. He's going to pass on some oh. inspiration or something. So I leaned over. And he goes, are you a virgin? <laughs> I was like, <laughs> and I looked down, I was like, no. And just, I walked out. <laughs> and he just had to know. He had to know. He had to know. He had to know. And I don't know, like, 
He wanted to make sure you're okay. Yeah, I, I was just wondering, because like he always was writing down, like he thought something funny, he thought things. So I'm wondering, like, in what note somewhere. This was a his, joke. Like he knew you were gonna he live knew with this. So yes. Yeah. He knew this was like a thing because he knew it would live. Yeah. That's why he told jokes. So he was he was awesome for that. But it, it's interesting to see. I guess I've had more cancer experience than I thought. Yeah, you, you really have. My nana had cancer three times. Oh, that's horrible. And then she died because she fell. Not even because of cancer. Like <laughs> Stop. Love you, Nana. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, crazy, right? <laughs> what, a, what a world we live in. It really She'd is. She beat it three times. She was bald three times. Wow. Old, too. What kind like, did she have, you know? <laughs> I think breast cancer and then, like, lung oh, cancer. she had, like, all different kinds. Yeah. Wow. Well, she, was, uh, cha- she smoked all the time okay. until, until she got the cancer for whatever affected that thing that might have been mm-hmm. in her lungs. Mm-hmm. Or maybe it was, Probably. like... I don't know, something like that. Something like, uh, I don't know. And then, um, yeah, she did that forever. She was always smoking when I was young. And then she stopped, obviously, because, like, you yeah. get jammed up. Yeah. <laughs> she was she had to get cut off for a year. And she was like, what the? F-? Like, she's fucking tied at that point. Let me take my cigs. Uh, but, yeah, so she beat it three times, which is just, like, it almost, like, I'm wondering, like, what kind of roll of the dice it is. Like, how much is it, how much do you feel like it was you having, like, a lot of resolve? Versus, like, just luck. With, with, with you. Like, with how much me. do you feel like it was, like, you being, like, strong through the process? Oh, Versus right. you being, versus it just, like, working out your way. Well, that's tough. I mean, I always tell, like, when I get into a bad mood, like, I like to say it was not me at all. And, like, I was, like, <laughs> like, I was thrown into a wheelchair and, like, wheeled into the hospital. Like, I was, like, my mom was, like, no, get the into that chair like so i didn't really like bring myself to chemo like at all like it was I up mean, to me like, i would have been in bed yeah um so i don't know but then i also think that like it was a lot of luck because i it the placement of mine was like right next to like one of the biggest nerves that goes down you're like so like you're gonna you're gonna know that it's there so yeah. i was lucky enough that i found it so early it was only stage one and so like i feel like i feel like for me Maybe I was also just dumb. But, like, <laughs> I didn't, like, worry so much about, like, losing my life yeah. throughout the process. It was more just, like, how absolutely miserable, like, my types of chemo were and, like, how yeah. often I had to go in. Like, because my, like, the kind of treatment for my cancer is, like, just brutal. Like, how it's just, often like, were you no. going in? So, it was every other week, five days. And, like, some people go, like, not that it's easy at all yeah, yeah. but like one day a month like you know what I mean and yeah. so like so it's like it was totally different like mine was my whole entire year like yeah. for so was, long I'm sorry five days uh, a week yeah? every other week every other week yeah so, so like I'd five. have like a week off but then you'd feel miserable until like the last day and then you have to go back in again okay yeah so so wait you'd feel so it makes you feel like sick it makes yeah. you feel worse mm-hmm. And then you don't feel bad, and then you have to go in? Yeah. Is that what happens? Because oh. what, the funny thing about it is, like, it kills, like, all, like, your blood cells and stuff like that. So, like, yeah. that's, like, I mean, I don't know how much science to get into right now, but, like, <laughs> yeah. you know, it's, like, harder to, like, breathe. Like, you, like, feel so exhausted. So, like, then my counts are, like, like, my body's, like, regenerating my blood cells, like, working so hard until, yeah. like, the last day before I'm about to go to chemo was, like, the best I feel. Mm. And then, so we'd always have to do something fun that day, but I'd know the whole time I had to go do it again the next like, day. All right. So. We're going to get ice cream. Yes. <laughs> You're like, I know what this is. <laughs> nah, I know what this is. Get me in the car. <laughs> You're getting, like, placed in. <laughs> you like, passed your guys. You're like, all right, this is pretty cool. So what were some, like, activities you did, I guess, 
during that year? Because you said, like, some, some things felt more, like... Yeah, important. I... My mom would take us, like... I went to... Aquarium? I did go to the aquarium, Fucking, actually. that's the first place I, I go did. if I have cancer. I... <laughs> that's the first... <laughs> that's the first place I go. I think anyone's like, yeah. So funny. <laughs> I... So the Jimmy Fund is, like, amazing. And they organize, like, trips and, like, groups and stuff that they can just, like, spoil you on. That's awesome. Yeah. Good job, Jimmy Fun. <laughs> hand, hand for the, the Red Fun. Sox too. They're really huge. Yep. Family group. Good job, um, guys. I got to so I got to go to spring training with them like when I was sick, which is really cool. I got to go mm. for like a whole like long weekend. That's fun. And then I just like That's got in Florida, to right? Yeah, it yep. was in Tampa. Mm, I have no idea, I'm sorry. Fort Myers. Fort Myers? No, yeah, Fort Myers. No, it is Fort right. Myers, for sure. I should definitely know. But, um, and then I, like, went away with them for, like, a girl's trip into Boston and, like, just got to buy, like, it was a shopping spree, basically. Really? Yeah. So, like, they, I was just spoiled. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> That's so fun. <laughs> You're literally dying. You're like, woohoo. Well, it's horrible because, like, you go with everyone. They're all dying. We had to have, <laughs> oh, no. We had, like, like a med room in the hotel that was just like suitcases of like oh, drugs, like literally. Just in case. And you just like show up at like what time you're supposed to take your meds and Everyone's they just like taking their drugs deal and... them out, you know? Uh, it's a wonderful thing though. That is, is one of the like, like those, like the Make a Wish program, things like that mm -hmm. really are just like the most amazing. So important. It's so cool because like it's just so easy. Because, like, in reality, like, we think these things are so hard to do. Like, you know, like, oh, like, oh, it's hard to go away for a weekend or, like, to do this thing. And, like, if they, people think of it so, but it's not. It's fucking, a hotel can spare a room, you exactly. know? Like, mm -hmm. a guy can take 15 minutes of his time to come say hi. Like, right. a rasp. Not that it take, not that, you know, probably like an hour. But, like, so what? Like, if yeah. you really, in that scope. Because, like, from these kids' perspectives, from this family's perspectives, more than anything, honestly... It's a lot of solace for the family. It's like, yeah. yeah, we can all pitch in for like 15 minutes of our time, five dollars for my taxes, whatever it takes exactly. to give these kids a good time. And it could be like the coolest thing they ever do, like their Easily. own life. Like, yeah, I so, mean, you know, if yeah. I was, whenever I go to the aquarium, I say that's the coolest thing. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, this is as good as it gets <laughs> at this aquarium right now. Um, so you, I guess from the way beginning, you said. Like, it's almost not fun when people aren't, like, really sick. Cause, <laughs> but is that what got you to do nursing? It is. It is, actually. So, I guess it's kind of a sad story, actually. Oh, like, what got go. me into right. it. So, oh. I don't know if you want me to share. I'm ready. Like, no, I'm ready. Are you ready? I'm ready. Yeah, I, I'm ready. I don't mind telling a story. Okay. But basically, I wanted to be a nurse because I have experienced good and bad nurses. And, like, mm -hmm. it makes a huge difference. Like, huge like, in ways that, like, people wouldn't even understand. Like, it makes such a big difference. Like Bambi. Like, Bambi was the fucking best. <laughs> fucking just you Bambi. You're crying? Um, no, no, no. no. Okay. I, won't, I won't cry. I won't cry. But, um, <laughs> okay if you do. <laughs> so, basically, like, I said that, like, I never really, like, feared for my life. But there was, like, one day where, like, I really thought it was the day. Like, it was going to happen. Wow. And my whole family did, too. So, basically, what happened was I was at – so, for the time that I was – getting radiation I had to go to a different hospital mm -hmm. so I was at MGH and I had to be on their like PD like unit to get chemo instead okay. of just like being on the Jimmy Fun floor that I was telling you about earlier mm -hmm. um so I had different nurses they didn't know my whole situation they probably didn't see like cancer kids that much because you know they like most would just go straight to the Jimmy Fun yeah um <clears throat> so somebody 
messed up my meds, basically. No. Yeah, so I was on so many different, like, meds that, like, mess with your, like, brain, basically, because it was, like, anti-anxiety, like, anti, um, like, pain meds, like, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And, like, they had been, I'm really sensitive. I'm just, like, a really sensitive to drugs person, I guess. Yeah, yeah. So I was taking them and they had like this scheduled out like on my usual chemo place and I would take them hours apart so they would never really interact with each other and I wouldn't have to like feel all those like kind of feelings like at the same time yeah and so they just gave them to me all at the same time and I just took them because I was I was out of it I didn't couldn't make my own decisions I couldn't really stick up for myself like that and I had like my mom calls it like a psychotic break (laughs) so I was like so loopy like nobody knew what was going on like I couldn't talk I couldn't talk I was like trapped like inside it was so so (sighs) scary I remember just like feeling like everything that was like going on like in my body like I don't think that's like real but like that's how I would describe (sighs) it like I remember I was like my dad was holding my hand he was like talking to me and he was like telling me like stories from my childhood and like trying to like give me something trying so I was like just like literally this I was probably staring I'm like but like he was talking to me and like I couldn't say anything I couldn't move like I was like literally just like the whole hours this was like five hours and like nobody knew what was really going on they found out they figured out when I came out of it and like explained to them what was going on that like it was the meds Wow. but I so that was like that was the worst and like not that nurses make mistakes all the time and I don't think she's necessarily a bad nurse but like I want to make sure that never happens to right. anyone else, or like, family, ever again. You know? Exactly. Uh, I wonder, I bet there's, I feel like I've heard a statistic about it before. The amount of times, because cancer's a long-haul fight, obviously. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of room for error. And, like, it's no one's fault, but, like, you know, if they're 99.9% accurate. Yeah. And you're there for three years. <clears> there's something. a chance, yeah. you know, something could happen. Mm-hmm. So I feel like, like, I'm not, I don't know how I'd even look it up. Should I? It's like what percentage of cancer patients that die is it because of like errors? Yeah, that's it. That's interesting. I wonder. Should I look that up? Uh, Are you I don't interested? Know if you're in, gonna like the you, I don't know if I want to know the answer. No, I think you should look it up know. though. What? What was I just saying? Percentage yeah. of people of cancer patients die. <laughs> patients die from error. I bet this will. It might pop up. Uh, oops. Actually, no. That's just that's just all people. Medical <laughs> error, third leading cause of death in America. By wow. The way. So I guess we could stop there. Mm-hmm. Um, what percentages of deaths are caused by medical errors? Ten percent. Hello. Ten <laughs> percent of deaths are caused by medical errors. Wow. So that's but that's just death. You know, think about how many times someone's, like, lost a leg or, like, like blind or whatever. So your goal is to keep, to be the best nurse you can be. Yeah. So you can keep that from happening at a better rate than anybody else. Because you'll make mistakes, too. Right. I think that I'll, like, double check more than, like, the average person would. You'll quadruple check. Just, yeah. Like, okay, so this is the amount, are we sure? Is that the amount, are we sure? Is that the amount, right? Okay, good. Okay, one more time. Good. All right, yeah, we're good. (laughs) Then you still make mistakes. Yeah, I'm sure I will not feel horrible, but. Yeah, it'll hit you hard. Yeah. Your first first mistake, you better have some friends on standby. No, seriously. Because it'll it'll hit, for Mm -hmm. sure. Because you'll be like, I remember when I was that kid. Um, (laughs) It's really interesting. It's a really cool story to... I feel like a lot of people need to hear something like that. Or they, 
I don't know. It was so important for me, like that going through that time out of my uncle was going through all that. Mm-hmm. My their family stayed with us, so like because they live at the Cape in the best hospitals okay, in Boston, yeah. mm-hmm. so they lived in Medford with us, like in our basement. They were with us like a lot of the time. We were in there like every day. Yeah, it was just like a lot, and I was like a senior in high school, so I was like also pretty busy that year. Yeah, and I just remember being like torn. There's a lot going on. That's just me. And you have to, like, help, like, your siblings, help your relatives deal with it. And mm-hmm. you can't really be the one, you can't really deal with it at that moment. Yeah. So, um, but do you remember, like, what your family was going through at all? Obviously, you're very focused on yourself. Right. But did you feel anything towards, like, your family? Do you guys, like, ever talk about it or anything? We talked about it a little bit. It's hard because I only have two brothers and I hate talking about feelings, like, so <laughs> much. Like, it's hard to get anything out of them. But, they're like, bros. they, oh, yeah. They're, they're, brothers they're tough bros. guys. Like, they're tough guys. <laughs> right. So I remember just what I kind of like, like observed myself, and like they'd always kind of just be like, "Hey," like while I sat there like on the couch, um, <laughs> like kind of check on me, but like kind of not. They're checking um, on you to the point of where their emotions aren't too stimulated. Exactly. Because otherwise, then they have feelings. Exactly. And men can't have feelings. No, no. Right. And my brothers definitely try to make me feel like I. <laughs> I was normal, and they could beat the shit out of me if they wanted to. (laughs) (laughs) Um, That's great. So that was good. But I know it was hard because my parents were, like, always with me, like, at the hospital or whatever. That's a good point. So they, like, spend a lot of time with, like, my relatives. And, like, we didn't really have, like, babysitters, but, like, my cousins would sometimes babysit. And then, like, my nana, grampy, like, everyone like that. So I think that they probably felt a little bit, like distant from my parents just because they like yeah, couldn't give them as much like definitely. attention luckily they don't have emotions so it couldn't <laughs> so bother they're fine. them probably they're fine. <laughs> <laughs> um but luckily they're bros yeah. are they older they're both younger actually younger yeah oh so they were being tough wow yeah one so one is two years younger and one is six years younger so he was a nugget six little nugget was yeah. being strong yeah <laughs> yeah wow that's kind of what happens though i remember they just, like, the role you take when something like that happens to your family, it will probably surprise you. Or it's just, maybe not even surprise you, but you don't know until until you're in that role. Mm-hmm. Like, I remember watching, so my, my uncle had three kids. My cousin Maggie, who was the last episode of the podcast. We have to oh. talk about my Uncle Mike a little bit more. They love to talk about him because, like, mm-hmm. you know, lives on through our words. Yeah. So my, Maggie, she was the oldest. Shane's the middle child, two years older than me. Maggie's five years older than me. And then Aiden is two years younger than me. So, like, they're all kind of, like, spread, like, four or four or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I remember Aiden was very, like, hysterical. He's the youngest. He was a little, like, hysterical during the process. Like, he was sad. He was crying a lot. It was a lot of, like, it was a lot. Yeah. Throughout, like, the process of, wow, like, like wow was going on. Mm-hmm. Shane was, like, quiet, dead face, no emotions, pretty much. He always is. He's, like, he's, like really tough. And then Maggie was kind of, like, a wild card. She was a little more, like she was dealing with it with humor kind of like how my uncle would mm-hmm. and then when he died and then on, like the funeral in the wake i remember it like all switched everything swapped yeah. so it was like he like aiden was like the stoic one shane was really emotional and then maggie was like didn't know how to deal with it anymore yeah. when she had all of these mechanisms mm-hmm. so it's just like really interesting because even someone that young like your little bro which is, how old was he then? Like, seven? Gosh, yeah. Yeah, I think he was, like, He's seven. seven years old. Yeah. And he ain't, like, hysterical. He wasn't. No. Whereas, like, me, I'm a little emotional. <laughs> I, and if, oh, my God. 
if Kaylee was like going, my cousin, my sister's Kaylee, she's five years old than me, so it's very similar. Yeah. She was going through something. Oh my lord. Mm-hmm. Oh my lord. I don't know what I do. I don't know what I do. Well, it's now. funny because like I can imagine like just if it was one of my brothers like going oh. through what I went through. No, I can't even talk about it. I just thought <laughs> you have the moment too. Where you're like, harsh. No, just it's like, like nah. w- sometimes I think it's almost worse because it's like you oh. can't. What are you gonna do? Like, what <laughs> right, can you do? Right. Oh, it's so sad. You just, yeah, it's what a so... sad episode this is. <laughs> I sorry. really hope I'm bringing everybody with us. Though. <laughs> People need to hear sad stuff in a yeah. light light. That's why I was really excited to do this because I've not that we had ever talked about in depth, which is a good <clears> thing because I could ask you real questions here. It wasn't like they're fake questions. Mm-hmm. But also, you, in the few times we've had, like, little conversations, you were so open and so, like, you had dealt with it, definitely. Like, in your mind, mm. this is something you've been through. Well, I, it's funny because, like, a lot of people, like, avoid, like, talking about it because, you know, they, like, assume that it's going to, like, trigger, like, me to be emotional and stuff. But, like, I actually love talking about it because it, like, I think about it all the time. Like, right. every day. Like, and it's, like, a huge part of my life and, like... I would love to, like, <laughs> let some of the thoughts out. Like, you know right, what I mean? Right. So, And it's, like, I don't really get to talk about it because, like, it just makes other people cry. So. Yeah, it makes people sad. Yeah. <laughs> Do you ever get, like, emotional about it nowadays still? Like... I get emotional about, like, stuff that I deal with now. Like, I feel like now. And, like, stuff, like, and not even that I'm, like, I have a lot of, like, physical things that I deal with now. But I would say, like, mentally I do. Yeah. Like, totally. for example, like, we were, ta- we were talking about how, like, now I assume everything bad, like, is going to happen to me. Mm. And, like, that actually, mm. like, <laughs> wears on me, like, all the time. Like, even totally. we'll be, like, at Smokehouse, and I'm, like, I will definitely be drugged. Like, someone <laughs> is definitely going through for me right now. And, obviously, that's Fuck even worse. Fuck around like this. Like, <laughs> no, that's why I sometimes I'm, like... <laughs> exactly exactly it's it's hard it's so hard and it's like i feel like a lot of people are like born with that like invincibility right kind of like mindset and i just don't that's gone that's long gone um this is it works in the opposite way too because and i was doing some research on like what like what makes people stay with your habits Mm -hmm. because i have not bad habits i just don't have good habits like i want to read i want to go to the gym (laughs) i want to do good things Mm -hmm. So I'm trying to build them up as habits. So I don't even got to think about it, you know? So I'm trying to find out, like, what ensures people continue to do something. And so they say positive things make you, like, consistent with it. Like, if you have a positive, like, reaction, that dog's going ham right now. Yeah, it really is. I told you it sucks. <laughs> Sorry, Leanna, your dog blows. Um, so if you have a positive, like, first interaction with something, like, if you win your first volleyball game, mm-hmm. you're more likely to stick to it. It's not, like, the whole... And then that happens continuously, too. Like, if yeah. you have... If you're continuously good at something, you're more likely to stick to it. When people are like, oh, like, the more you lose, the more you learn. It's like, not technically. You might yeah. learn, learn more in a loss, mm-hmm. but you're less, much less likely to stick to something. And I think it works the same way with what you're saying. Like, you were... You hit the inverse lottery, yeah. So now, like, you have that experience, and so now you feel like it is much more likely to happen yeah. when you have bad outcomes. Mm-hmm. Me, I live a pretty good life. I like to think I, I have hit the life lottery in terms of, like, I'm very happy, no well, mental the illness. Best girlfriend ever, I think. Best girlfriend ever, <laughs> best family ever. Everything's, my life is fucking awesome. <laughs> so I've hit life lottery, so I just think it's going to keep happening. Can we just think? <laughs> yeah, right. Oh, but, like, <laughs> shit happened. That was real wood. Shit happens sometimes, and, like, obviously bad things have happened to me, too. 
but I'm already, I've already hit life lottery. So like, I'm already good. Whereas you, it's the opposite. Like yeah. I'll always have a positive mindset mm-hmm. and sometimes you'll have a negative. Mm-hmm. So like, do you have any like ways of getting out of that or do you just kind of deal with it? <laughs> well, like I said earlier, like I tell myself, I'm like, I'm not on chemo right now. Like I need to stop. Yeah, being right. sad like I need to like just kind of change the way that I'm thinking about everything mm. but I don't I don't know I became really good at distracting myself like throughout um treatment and everything like when I'd feel like shit I would just like kind of just like zone out and like go in, like into the tv literally like I would just so I'm really good at like just kind of like almost like Disassociating. Disassociating, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Without the negative connotation, disassociating. It might be negative. I don't know. Well, it's a, I think it just has a negative. Like, I, if someone hears, like, oh, I was dissociating, like, it sounds <laughs> bad. But, like, in those scenarios. Yeah, if, it, if it's going to, you know, keep you alive. Like, you <laughs> right. If it's going to keep you from crying, right, <laughs> yeah. then yes, it's worth it. So I'd say, sadly, like, distraction is, like, my biggest coping mechanism. Yeah, that, hey, that's not a bad one. <laughs> it's kind of like um, how, like, if you, I just think of it, if you wanted to get something done, the best thing to stay focused yeah the worst thing to, to do when you're trying to do something is to distract yourself so i feel like that makes sense to me it's like yeah. that'd be the best thing to get your mind off of something you're focused on true, is true. Distract yourself. Mm-hmm. so did you pick up any i know some people like they get cancer or like they're whatever and they start like painting or writing oh or... no i'm not good at any of those <laughs> you're not good at rain painting writing um... <laughs> reading watching movies tv i'm pretty good at watching tv <laughs> I, I do read. TV. I like to read a lot, actually. Do you? Mm-hmm. You're an avid reader. I am an avid reader. What have you been reading? How much do you I read? I read... So, what I do is I, like, binge read over, like, vacation. So, like, winter break, the summer. Mm-hmm. But then mm-hmm. I don't read, like, at all over the semester. Because you have a lot of stuff to do. I, yeah. And I feel like when I'm reading, I should be reading, like, a textbook. And I just That's kind a good of, point. I don't know. So, I just don't really. Mm. But I like to read historical fiction. I love historical <laughs> fiction, actually. I like really? historical fiction movies. Okay, yeah. I don't read a lot. Mm-hmm. I've been, I, I just, I'm reading my first book in, like, maybe 20 years, like, good right now. You. Yeah, I'm just not trying, I'm just not figuring out, figuring out that reading is good for you. Yes. Just now, it hit me, like, as a revelation. <laughs> so, uh, I'm, like, 400 pages into, like, this 500-page book. I don't know why that was That's my first book choice. That's pretty good. Choice. What like, book is it? It's called Hyperion. It's like the sci-fi oh. book, whatever. <laughs> but like, there's um, it's really fucking good actually. It's like, did you ever read the Canterbury Tales Mm-mm. in high school? No. Well, it's basically just like a bunch of passages. It's like there's a bunch of characters, mm-hmm. and like maybe ten percent of the book is about what they're doing. The other ninety percent is about them telling their story. Okay. Which like, that's very me because like I this is what my podcast is kind of is like I have people yeah. come on and tell what they're doing. Um, so I love it. It's really cool. But uh, I do like historical fiction movies, mm-hmm. like Inglorious Bastards. Have you ever watched that? No, I haven't. It's really good. I don't even. Someone's gonna roast me like that's not historical fiction, but like it kind of is. It's just like <laughs> it is. It's like a made up story from like the past. Yeah, that, it's like I think a, that's it's like from yeah. like World War Two times. It's a little mm-hmm. dramatic, like dramatized. So it's I guess it's that makes it fun. That, that's what I was saying. <laughs> that's what I would say. So uh, it's really good. Um, movie. What kind of, like, stories do you like to read about? I read... Well, I'm on, like, an orphan kick recently. <laughs> so, um, I Top like to read things sad things. you don't want to hear your piece um. saying. <laughs> I'm on a real orphan kick recently. <laughs> That's oh my gross. God. I hate yeah. myself. I'm sorry. I keep whacking... I keep whacking this camera. <laughs> I put it too close to me. All right. Sorry. Yeah. 
<laughs> so no, that's that's really it. Like yeah. I like to read sad things, and I just. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Alex, you're funny. You're really funny. So, is it like, do you like to read the sad things for a reason? Does it like um, channel your Maybe sadness? it makes me feel better. <laughs> I don't know. I think it also, I, I think it goes back to like that me feeling like, try, I guess trying to make myself feel lucky. Trying to convince myself that yeah, I'm lucky. Yeah. But... I don't know. It's just what keeps my interest, really. <laughs> yeah, I guess. I mean, that's what I say sometimes about music. Like, I'll go through times in my life where I'm listening to a lot of sad music. I'm not sad. I'm rarely, if yeah. ever, sad. I don't know if I've ever been a time in my life where I'm like, I'm sad. <laughs> Again, life lottery. I hit it. Mm-hmm. So when I'm listening to a lot of sad music, I'm like, what is it? Like, I'm not sad right now. But this is just mellow, good. yeah. Maybe it's just like it's very yeah mellow. Because mm-hmm. even if it's like a sad story, usually if you're reading, there's got to be some good things that happen. Like, yeah. And in a sad song, like there's usually some like, you know, turn on it. Yeah. And so maybe it's just like you're in like a hopeful mood. Yeah. Not so much a sad mood. You're in a hopeful <laughs> mood. Like, there is light that shines through the darkness. Mm-hmm. Yes. Let's put it that Let's way. Let's put it that way. Let's put it that way. You're not reading sad like books. It. Mm-hmm. You're reading hopeful books. Yes. There's a lot of hope in here. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. How much do you read? Would you say like in your like you obviously read in the pockets like yeah. Time, but I would. I usually read. Well, I like I read two books over winter break. Two over winter break. Yeah. So it's like when one month. Yeah. Not even a month yeah. this year. I found two good books. When I read, like, if I start a book that I didn't, you know, really love as much, it takes me a while. Yeah. Because I, I ha- I'm like, I have to finish it. Like, if I start it, like, I have to finish it. So mm. it takes me a while because I, like, procrastinate reading it. I feel, I've had times during this book, it's taken me a long time. Because, like, imagine just, like, not reading for, like, basically 10 years of your life. <clears throat> I'm, pr- I'm proud of you for starting this. And then, like, it's just good. picking up a book. My first 10 pages took me, like, 35 minutes. <laughs> it was so embarrassing for myself no that's okay i set a timer because i wanted to know like well how that might be where you you know if you're worrying about the time not reading oh pressure don't get to me <laughs> i was just i just wanted to know so i was like i was because like, i want to know how long an hour will take me to read this 500 page book yeah and uh i've gotten much fat. i'm already like double that time but like it's just that first like first mm-hmm. 100 pages were really hard to read yeah because i was just like words oh my god oh my god yeah it's a weird thing though because like you really do feel like you're building a wor- world in your mind oh when yeah you pause i'll like stop reading at the end of a chapter and like try to think of what that would look like or like during the in the middle of like a sentence even i'll stop and be like okay mm-hmm. what would that okay yeah no i do that i totally do that and sometimes i get mad like if i read a book and then i watch a movie and it's too different from what i imagined oh. i'll be like i don't hunger like games. this anymore yeah the hunger games <laughs> yes the hunger games I like that's um i mean i love those movies anyways but yeah. like yeah because it's totally different than what you what you picture has and, like any characters books and stuff or characters like or anything that like stick out enough like that's wrong um Oh, The Help. I love that book. The Help. Oh, and I, the Sandra um, Bullock? Who? Mm, no, is she, no, 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 no. Um, I don't even someone. know who's in it, actually. But, um, yeah. But I really love that book, and I read it, and then my mom wanted to watch the movie with me, and I just was, like, so un- underwhelmed by the movie because the book was so good, and I was like, I don't know. Do they leave a lot out? I th- yeah, I remember thinking that. Now I, like, couldn't tell you what it was because it was a while ago when I mm. read it. But I remember thinking, like, oh, like, I missed that part. Like, that was too, that was good. I should have been in the movie. I so. always say the best movie 
is better than the best book. Because hear me out. Because hear me out. <laughs> you can't adapt a book to a movie and expect it to be better. Because any book will have more content in it. Yeah, okay. So, like, mm-hmm. it's like, that's, that's hard to do. It's mm-hmm. like, you're trying to make the book be a movie. It wasn't made to be a movie. It was made right. to be a book. So, but I wouldn't expect someone to make a book out of a movie either. Yeah. Like, that rarely happens, I yeah, feel like. Yeah, I hate when that happens. But what I do say is, if someone's making a movie... And, like, it could be up to, like, three and a half hours sometimes. Some movies are really long. Yeah. Versus if someone's making a book. Just because a movie has the audio, like, it's also visual. And sometimes there's, like, even text. Like, there's things you have to read as well and comprehend. I think just because it's multiple mediums as opposed to just the one, Mm -hmm. I think the best movie is better than the best book. Okay. I think I see what you're saying. You see what I'm saying? I don't know if I'm totally convinced. Oh, because you feel like <laughs> I, the, the counter argument being, well, I can build it in my mind. Yeah. And what's better than that? Because mm-hmm. you build the best version of it. Right. Which I feel like if I was, if for avid readers, it's definitely probably true. Because you're probably really good at like building these things in your brain at this point. What's your favorite book? Oh, my favorite book ever was is called Before We Were Yours. Have you heard of it? Before We Were Yours. It's about orphans. Because um. <laughs> recent, you recently read this. I did. I read it. I don't, well, maybe it wasn't that recent. I don't think it was last summer, but maybe the summer before. So you've been on this orphan kick. For it's like been two a while. <laughs> <laughs> How many orphan books have you? Maybe read? I don't know. Uh, like twenty. Like four. <laughs> four orphan books. Okay. Like four, because I read that, and then I read Orphan Train, and then the two books <laughs> that I read. Stop it. <laughs> Orphan train. <laughs> is it just a train of orphans? Is that what it is? It's not. It's not? Oh, fuck. No. I thought it was like a That's train a with a bunch of orphans be- on it, like Polar <laughs> Express, basically, but like for orphans. No. <laughs> that would be cool. He no. should have been in an orphanage. You ever watched Polar Express? <laughs> yes. He should have been in an orphanage. They I mean, that would be, it would orphans. be way more heartwarming if he was an orphan. Oh, totally. If he was making these friends. Like, yes. They should have made it like an orphanage where none of the kids got along. And then they get on the, the Polar Express. They mm-hmm. bring them to the mm-hmm. fucking whatever. And they all become friends, like, over time. And then they become family. And they become family that they never <laughs> had. It's That's the end of every orphan book, isn't it? And they found the family they never had. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but it always gets me, it's, you know, it's just so good. Do they ever get adopted in your in Well, your that, books? the one that I, well, I shouldn't say it. Yeah, no, right, 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 <laughs> right. Read these but, books. But, yeah, you guys need to read these books, but. but sometimes they will. Sometimes like, they do, and it's really cute. Sometimes they happens. makeshift family, and it's all the same. Mm-hmm. Home is where the heart is. Everyone's going to die, I don't know. <laughs> Orphan train. That's the best name of a book I've ever heard in my life. You still working on that hot chocolate? Oh, I still have some. It's like freezing, though. It's just chocolate milk now. Yeah, honestly. Still plays. It's so good. (laughs) So, it's funny, though. I don't know if this is a thing. I want to hear your thoughts. Okay. I've asked people what their favorite of, like, a lot of stuff is. And everyone always says it's a really hard question with, like, pretty much anything. Yeah. But when I ask someone what their favorite mm-hmm. book is, usually they have one. Mm-hmm. I have three people I remember off the top of my head. You, your book, Kira has a favorite book. And I had asked this one other girl's girl, Elizabeth, I had on. And she had a favorite book. And without question. 
every other time I've asked anybody else anything of their favorite, it's like, they're like, wait, but there's so many. But yeah. Do you think it's because you read less books than you have I, all the other information or what? Um, I mean, maybe. Well, no, because, mm, I don't know. I think... <laughs> Well, because I realize, well, yeah, I probably have read less books and like I've seen movies or like anything like that. But I think that's a really good question, Dan. I, I mean, I know why my favorite book is my favorite. And that's yeah. because like I just like was so like into it. And like I remember like trying to like trying to stop reading it because I knew I wanted to like end Okay, so, so this is a, this is interesting, because you can't do that with a movie. No. Movie you're going to watch, probably. If mm-hmm. you f- stop watching, it's bad. Yeah. If you keep watching, you finish pretty much every movie you watch, though. If yeah. If it's decent or better. Mm-hmm. Um, even TV shows, like, if it's decent or better, you'll probably finish it. Yeah. Um, so uh, maybe that's why. Like, maybe a book, it's like, you probably won't finish a book in a day, typically. I mean, mm-hmm. you could. I could. You maybe could. But um, if, a, if a book is making you read it and you continuously are trying to, like, keep going, even though in times you shouldn't, because you can always mm-hmm. pull out a book, too. Like, so you can read it when you probably shouldn't be. Like, maybe right, yeah, class true. Or whatever. <laughs> so maybe it's a little bit more accessible. It's funny to say that because it's a book and people think of, like, digital as more accessible, but it's true. Yeah. And so it can really bring you in as opposed to, like, a movie which is over quick. Or mm-hmm. a song, too. Ask someone their favorite song to, like, get the fuck out oh, of Oh, yeah, face. I could never. And also, if you ask someone their favorite song from an artist, a lot of times they just say that one of the first ones they ever listened to. Mm-hmm. Like, that, like, um, it's like Honeymoon Phase, like, the artist or, like, oh, okay. the director or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. But, like, a book, it's like, even if it's the first one you read by them, you don't get that bias because each book is its own full thing and it brings you in the whole way yeah that's true that's interesting i wonder maybe i'll have to keep reading just to find that out you sh- i think you should read the books that i tell you to read the orphan one <laughs> the orphan one you think that would tickle my fancy you said you like historical fiction i do but how much hist- history are we talking in these <sighs> like is it just in the past i don't think it being placed in the past makes me feel gives me that itch well i think like this a lot of the stuff like okay in the my favorite book and orphan train I believe this is stuff that actually happened that no one knows about. Oh, really? Yes. So it's like historical fiction. Yeah. That's what it was a wink. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Are they like hinting at that? Like I would. I think. Well, I think sometimes like when you read, like the back, it'll be like, oh, this like actually happened somewhere. Yeah. And then they just like, kind of like build off like something that ha- like basically like imagine like what someone's life would be like. That's, that's, okay, those are the best forms. So, like, I kind of like that, because I'm like, oh, my God, like, this really could have happened. There's, like, pieces that are kind of true. Yeah. You know? For me, it's, I like to hold, um, like, with historical fiction movies, like that movie, Inglorious Bastards, Mm -hmm. it's about, like, World War II, and, like, Hitler's in it, and, like, it has a lot to do with, like, the Nazis, and, Mm -hmm. like, Nazi Germany, and some things. So, what, what it is, is, like, that's the world we're in, and it's very much about Nazi Germany. Yeah. Um... And, like, some things, like, it's just in scenes, like, how it probably happened. Mm-hmm. And then also on top of that, they just have this whole story going on. I like stuff like that because okay. I get to learn about Nazi Germany kind of. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But, like, I get to have fun. Side note, first scene of that movie is the best scene in the history of movies. Just so you know. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I like to kind of learn that way, I guess. I like to learn. Mm-hmm. So I feel like in those, in the that. orphan train. Yeah. 
Do you think I'd learn a thing or two? I think you would. When are these, like, placed? When is that book placed? You're asking the wrong person. I honestly don't know. Like, like in time? I just, know? it goes, like, over me a little. Like, I just... So, like, and I book. just remember, like, how I felt when I read a book and, like, not a whole lot of I was going to say, rest. do you, like, remember, like, the books or do, you, do they kind of, like, just fly through and, like, once you're on the next book, you're in the next book now? I would say, like, kind of fly through. Like, there's, like, there'll be, like, little things that you remember, like, someone dying or something. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, the yeah. go- they're really good, they're really bad. And then you kind of, like, forget, like, most of the rest of it. When I write, I, when I read, I, I take notes. Somewhat. Oh, really? Well, well not I of, like, what's so going long. on, but I, if it's a word, I don't know. Or like a phrase I want to look up, or like mm-hmm. it's something I'll like kind of jot notes more <clears throat> like to learn more, yeah. like without like directly being told. Mm-hmm. Like, I remember <laughs> this was a stupid thing the first page, like second sentence of this book, the word gymnosperm appeared. Ooh, I don't know that word, neither do I. <laughs> and I was like, doing, like, and the way they use it was like the large gymnosperm hanging from. I was like, what? I was like, <laughs> fucking. <laughs> Large. I don't know. I thought of it as like a biology term. I was like, yes. I it turns out it's a fruit. Oh. Yeah, right. Interesting. I guess, you know, but Where like, I have no idea. I should have looked up. But it takes place in like some sci fi world. Whatever. Oh, okay, okay. But like, it's like these large gymnosperms, whatever. It's like a fruit. But I just like to look those things up. Yeah. And then now I remember. Yep. And I have a, like, I have like probably like a couple pages of just like definitions and mm-hmm. little moments. Like, if there was like a, one of them was like an ovoid-shaped room. Do you know if something was ovoid-shaped, what that would mean? I, d- I do not. It means egg-shaped. Oh, okay. Yeah, but like, I don't know why I like that shit. Yeah. <laughs> like, me, well, I, I can kind of relate because, well, I guess while I'm reading, like, if I don't know a word, I'll, like, Google it. So mm. I feel like I kind of am learning, like, as I'm Kindle. doing it. I don't. Oh, I do, but I, it's dead. It's long. Oh. Um, I don't. She's gone? She's gone. Somewhere <laughs> she, under my she bed. She passed. <laughs> Speaking of, she's passed. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, my mom has a Kindle. And she says if you, like, hold down the word, it, like, shows you the definition. Oh, yeah. See, that's really cool. Which I was like, do I need a Kindle? I think you do. I'm not even done with my first book yet, though, so I feel like it might jumping the gun. Like, that's kind of I feel, I can see you, like, taking off with this reading thing. Uh, Taking off? Yeah. Like, really, like, seeing you at, like, some reunion or some party of some sort years down the line and being like, yeah, I read 50 books a day. (laughs) Like a day. What do you, you do? Just be using work? words that none of us understand. I don't gymnasperm. We're <laughs> all like, why? Where did you get the accent, pal? <laughs> Fucking, I read it. I read the accent. Um, all right, Alex. How long do you think we've been going for? If you were to guess. Um, an hour. Hour and fifteen minutes. Mm, okay. So that's a pretty good amount. I feel like we've hit everything I wanted to hit. And I want to keep you too long because it's fucking freezing down here. I can't feel my hands. Um, how was your experience? With it was cat? it was great. I think you're very easy to talk to. <laughs> I appreciate that. Um, and I like that I got to share some some stuff that people don't know. I'm really happy that this exists. Like this is out there now, which mm-hmm. is really nice. Like that you can. I'll look back at it. I know. And mm-hmm. if you needed to, like you could look back at it, or I'll anybody that watch watches this. will know. <laughs> and it's just like makes life a little cool if you have a little bit of it recorded for me it's like a time capsule yeah yeah that is cool so uh yeah i had something else i want to say but never mind alex it was a pleasure (laughs) to have you on thank you for having me so much thank you everybody for watching oh this is what i wanted you to do oh no so you i feel like you were the type to be nervous to be here yes fair Mm -hmm. um so (laughs) you know who else is nervous and won't do it who jess and emily oh 
So can you just give a little, like, just two, two seconds, just tell them to come Yes. On. All right. All right. Jess, Emily, I think you both really need to get on this right now. Um, fucking it's much better than you think. Yeah, it's not bad at all. No. You just not fucking... Bad. And it'll make you hot chocolate. And I'll make you hot chocolate. Yeah. I'm hooked up with hot chocolate. It's a little cold now. This cup is free. It's literally ice in here. That's crazy. But it was mm-hmm. hot. I promise. Uh, thank you so much, Alex. And thank you, everybody, for watching. Bye-bye.